Oh, it's yes. the moderation, bitches! <laughs> we have elected ourselves as the first female president of the United States. So this is our inauguration. We're two presidents. And our faces are going to be on on money. So welcome. This is our first podcast, and we're the president of the yes. United States. So here we go. I'm Sean. I'm Nye. And so, Nye, what would you say is the reason why we came together to do this podcast? Okay, so I would say, so the name of the podcast, if you if we didn't make that clear, is that's what I'm saying. And really the purpose of the podcast is just to kind of give our perspective, a, a female perspective of what's going on um, in our culture, whether it's, it's politics or entertainment mm-hmm. or music or worldviews or whatever it is, this is kind of our spin on it. So, um, so I guess how we came about it is, um, I don't know what we did. We, this is like stuff we talk about anyway, right? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, we, we are the ladies in the place with style and grace, as Biggie <laughs> said. So, right. you know, we, we grew up in a certain time. It was, you know, during the 80s and the 90s. And, you know, it was a period of time that, I, and I tell people this all the time, hip hop, that was the golden age of hip hop. And, you know, we have a love and appreciation for hip hop. I think everything that we do live, breathe, see, whether it's culture, whether it's social issues, whether it's music, entertainment, everything kind of breathes life into, you know, or comes out of our love and appreciation for hip hop. So that was, you know, one of my one of my reasons for wanting to start this is just, you know, being that little girl remembering, you know, asking my grandmother to buy the Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. It was a 12 inch and we went up to <laughs> in the Bronx to go get the album. And I was a little, little girl, you know. Stand to, up, BX. I'm in the Bronx. Hey, you are. You are. <laughs> um, to hanging out with, you know, not not the on the run Jay-Z, but the Hawaiian Sophie Jay-Z, like in real life. So, you know, this is a we, we are we speak from that generation. So. I really, I know that there are others like us out there. I know that there are others that, you know, love and appreciate the things that we do. And, you know, like I said on the website that, you know, we're a weekly podcast. We're going to talk about some ratchet, but mostly from a woke perspective. Um, Did you see, uh, what's his name? The Damon, the the Wayans brother. The, he's a he's a comedy show on Netflix, Marlon. You know, I tried to watch that, and you know, on, honestly, like back in what what was uh Lemon Color out? That was like the eighties, and that was the nineties. That was so, the nineties. So the nineties, I like the nineties. I like the Lemon Color. I kind of like you, know, you but, and I like Damon Wayans, and but on, to be honest, I. I can't really get with the comedy of Marlon Wayans. Like, but really? but let me go back. So, I, the show that he had with his brother Sean, um, the Wayans brothers, was fucking hilarious. Which that episode, was this they had an episode. Oh, the brothers. Was, was it called yeah. the brothers? What was it? Was called it was the, the, no? It was called it was something called else. The Wayans. The Wayans, the Wayans brothers. brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought that show was hilarious. They did this episode mm-hmm. where they remade uh, Good Times. Girl, I died. Every time I see the episode, I cry. <laughs> it is hilarious. I and remember them having a show. 
yeah funny but you you didn't like his comment you didn't like the wokish i mean i i just i totally related to his his whole thing you know and he's 45 years old he looks great he does look good oh my goodness and he has grown children i was i was i was just like i was on the floor about that because he looks great you know he looks young like he's not overdoing it but the comedy to me was just where I needed it to be. And that's why he said, you know, I'm I'm not all the way woke, but I'm woke-ish. I like I love it. So I'm sorry you didn't get into it. You know, I'll try it. I'll try it. But to me, it was I always feel like his comedy, like he's trying to force you to laugh. And I don't like that. You know, I like to laugh naturally. I always feel like he's trying to pull the laugh out of you. How much did you see of of his show? Not I don't really I love comedy. I go to comedy shows. I watch comedy on TV. I love comedy. My sister's a comedian, Shatara Curry. Check her out. Go ahead. Right. So <laughs> I but I can't sit through a back set. Like I can't even force myself to do it. So I may I may have seen maybe like 10 minutes of it and I was like, I gotta turn this off because it's I it's it just wasn't my cup of tea. Now it wasn't it was maybe okay. I'll, I'll revisit it but it's, just yeah revisit it it's on netflix you, yeah you got it anyway so do you know just just take a look at it because i i actually watched it twice so you know i i was saying that to say that his his whole platform about being wokish and i think that explains at least for me um where i'm coming from you know on this journey and learning things i mean like i said we are women of a particular age so you know back in our 20s we did things when we were in our 20s and now as we get older um you know you're you're more quote unquote awake to certain things so you have a different perspective you know maybe you might approach it from a love and hip-hop perspective but um it's it's a your horizon is a little is a um has been you know has been expanded so that that's where i wanted to come from Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can see that. I, I, I feel like from my perspective, um, I definitely come from a hip hop background. Uh, I'm from originally from Virginia and we were and I'm from the part of Virginia that's like by the water, Virginia Beach, Newport News, Hampton. And so um, Virginia is kind of a it's kind of an odd place. So depending upon where you live, it's kind of it, it depends on the kind of music that kind of shaped you. So growing up, we used to have they didn't play hip hop on like the regular radio station. It was on the AM station. It came on at four o'clock. It was called <laughs> WARP and it was staticky as shit. But I used to work the antenna just right so I could listen to it. And it, it, that really, like hip hop really, I, I remember coming home from school and sitting in front of the TV and watching. Um, it wasn't, it was a uh, rap city and mm-hmm, your TV yeah. rap. And I would just sit there for hours and what we would, Tape the videos I that I would watch with your VHS on a VHS, yes. right? Yep. Yes. I would Me go, too. I would in my cassette players, I would record stuff off the radio, I would write down lyrics. It was just it was a great time for music back then. It was a great time for music. But and that and that kind of um and it you you would think sometimes you would grow out of certain stuff and maybe elevate and start listening to jazz when you turn 40. Yeah. I can't say <laughs> I just you know what? You know, uh, I, I do listen to, I can listen to it in spurts, but I listen to hip hop. I, I get into a little bit of R&B, but hip hop is just, is just what I listen to. I listen to the old stuff. I listen to a lot of new stuff. Um, I just love it. I love it. I, you know. And, and just speaking on, I know you said, you know, speaking on your roots, you know, I, my roots started in New York and that's, you know, where hip hop started, whether you say it was, you know, the BX or or uptown or back in Brooklyn. 
you know, I can remember, like I said, back in the day, I was a little, little girl and I would, I would ask for these records. Like, like I said, my first record was Grandmaster Flash, you know, going up in the Bronx and, and getting these records to play and, you know, hearing it on the radio, whether it was WBLS or, um, Hot 97, I don't even think existed at, at that time. It was, you know, it was a period of time on a radio station where you could hear Dolly Parton and then the next minute you'll hear the Sugar Hill Gang. That's that's how it was. But my, you know, whether it was my family, my my upbringing, I was always right there in the midst. So, you know, I I am hip hop, damn it. <laughs> so speaking of hip hop, um, Netflix, I don't know if you know, but they have um, a movie coming out about Roxanne Shante. I heard. I think you can put me on to that. I can't wait. When is that? When is it? Let me put it in my calendar right yeah, now. So let me look it up. I, that. It comes out this month, March. I, I'm thinking like either this week or next week. I'm going to tell you in a minute. But of the thing is Mahershala Ali is in it. And that is my chocolate drop. Oh my oh. God. I love him. Wait, now I have to, I have, a, I have a, what do they call it when you have a, because you, you're talking about, and he is, he's a, he's, that's a beautiful black man. Woo, but one of the things that we could we could talk about it um in a minute um was the acceptance speech that um what is the name of the guy okay first did, did you see the movie moonlight yeah I've, yeah i've seen it i saw it twice did you oh so it means you must have liked it i love i i loved it for so many different reasons girl i felt tricked <laughs> you know what i didn't know i kind of well I didn't really know what it was about. I just knew that he was in it, and I, I knew I, I felt bamboozled. I couldn't I, believe. Well, I, I I knew he was in it. I didn't really know the whole premise of the movie. Um, so, okay, so I, I know the whole premise of the movie, but I I love the movie for for several reasons. Let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. So the first reason I loved it is because I love some chocolate eye candy. So and that was like all yeah, throughout the whole. I, I loved it. I loved it. Second of all, second of all, I love that it showed humanity, humanity between black men, whether it was the romantic love or if it was just the brotherly love or the, the, mm -hmm. the fatherly um, role model type. I just love that, that it showed that that because, you know, in relationships between men and women and black men and women, and black men, they're. Mm -hmm. It's, it's complex and what we always what we normally see on TV is that they're always like combating each other there's always like some sort of ag aggression going on and I love that it showed like a, a genuine love between these different characters maybe if I was put on a bit of notice as to what I was getting into I could have maybe appreciated it on that level but because I felt the premise was so much about this coming of age of this little boy, you know, growing up in, in, you know, on the whatever other side of the tracks, I was not expecting that, you know, which was, you know, the love lost love between, you know, him and, and the other guy. So, I mean, when I saw, I mean, it was like a jaw drop. I, if I had a known, I just felt like if I had a just, and I, you know, I'm one of those people, I will see it, whether the bad reviews or no reviews, I'll go and I'll see it the first day. Um, yeah. But I do have a a, 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 a fire stick, so things have changed in my life. But, um, 
I, I just felt like I needed a little bit of notice, you know, because this was a movie I was taking my kid to. I was, we were, and I don't know if I would have, had I known what the premise was and I, and I just could have dealt with it a well, little bit. I mean, it was, I don't, and you don't think I, that was the premise? You don't well, think that yeah, it was the premise, but I wasn't that shocked. I mean, because I, I kind of read up on what it was about. So I wasn't I'd like, see, I didn't. I just, I just let it go. I let, I went. I wasn't so shocked about it. Mm-mm. I, I, didn't, I just, I, I, so I, I knew, I knew about it, but when I first heard about it and I kind of heard about, you know, what it was about, I didn't know the details of it. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go see this because I didn't know if Mahershala was in, was like uh, um, a character. No, not a major character. I didn't know if he was like a predator in the movie. Uh, and if he was, I wasn't, wasn't going to go see you it. Don't, you didn't want so, the dream to be, <laughs> to be ruined. I didn't, and I don't, I don't, I didn't want it to be ruined. I don't, I don't like stuff like that. So did you ever see um, Beast of No Nation on Netflix? No, but I heard it's, it's on my list of movies to watch. It's, I favorited it. So this one, okay. So beware, I'm, I'm giving you the premise now. So okay. I was, I was blindsided by this. Cause I didn't really well, read it. Okay. I'm not, okay. I'm not going to give it to you, but I was, I was kind of blindsided cause I, I didn't really know what it was about. I just knew it was set in Africa. I knew uh, Idris Elba was in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I started watching it, I was disgusted. I just, I, I was disgusted and I finished watching it just because I, I vested myself in it. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to finish it, but I never watched it again. And I was like, I wasn't expecting that. And I don't like to see, situations like that i just i just can't stomach it okay so, all right so okay so we let's let's we're gonna do a part two next week because i i want right. to i'm gonna watch it it said you know already done i'll watch it yeah so go ahead and can, watch it we can, we can talk it. about it so i yep. so when i when when i first heard about moonlight and i kind of read on it and i was like i wasn't clear what i knew it was i knew it was uh it was based on a, a boy coming of age and his sexuality and i knew mahershala was in a lot of the um the commercials or the, the you know, the spots for it. So I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't in like a predatory kind of, uh, you know, relationship oh. with this kid. Cause I wouldn't have watched it if that was the case. But it was, it's a very, I thought it was a very beautiful story because, mm. you know, as much as, as much as we try to, uh, this society tries to stigmatize homosexuality, this is nothing, this is nothing new. This has been going on since man has been right. on earth. You know what I'm saying? And whether it's wrong or whether it's right, it ain't for me to say, it ain't for you to it ain't for nobody to say right we all we all, we all sin in some for, some sort of way and i think at the end at the end of the day out of everything that people do every all of the activities and jobs and whatever we do at the end of the day all we want is somebody to love us that's all we want and mm-hmm. if you can get that from some whoever you can get that from and it's pure love then get it that's what i'm saying girl life is hard you know what i'm saying life is hard you are right that's what i'm saying okay all right all right well look i I, I just want to say real quick so the little boy that that played that was the main character in that i forget his name play sharon sharon Sharon. 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 he's in the shy have you been watching the shy you know what i watched two episodes of it and i gotta pick back up yeah, it kind of it dragged a little tiny bit, but I, I but I liked it. I think his acting is excellent. I, I, love, I boy, love him. If I had a little boy, I would <laughs> want him to be him. He, he is so adorable. I think he's just the cutest little. <laughs> I want to give him a hug. But anyway, so yeah. 
Yeah, I like the shot. I'm good. I'm going to pick it up. I have so many. We we, we probably have to dedicate just a, a minute or two to like all the shows that we're watching going to watch soon to be watched. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point, because it's I mean, I, like I told you, that fire stick is life. So I have to like plan. <laughs> It's it's a shame. Like the one thing I did do was I went to I did go to see and I know you did too. We all went to Wakanda, and mm-hmm. I paid my Black Panther dues uh, twice. <laughs> Good. Let me tell you, somebody has uploaded one of the finest <laughs> videos on Five Six, and I mean I literally could have just Wakanda playing in the background all day every day. But uh, but mm-hmm. it's it that Fire Stick is is life. I'm putting one in every room in my house. Oh, wow. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's so life. Like I'm watching, um, I, I just, I just paused, um, the annihilation. Okay. That's in the movie theater that I wanted to see that, um, with the chick that was in that terrible movie that I, black Swan, I can't think of the name, but most terrible, one of the most terrible movies I've ever seen black Swan, but she's in mm-hmm. annihilation and it's like, I was going to I was going to go to the movies to watch this. How dare I? So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I a girl, I'm telling you it's the best. I think I paid $35 for it. That's the best $35 I have ever paid. For your fire stick? Yes, you know, I let my brother do something one. to it. Do I have I, a- well, it's it's actually it's terrarium. It's the fire stick, but it's it's the program terrarium that I downloaded uh-huh. to the fire stick that has breathed life into my cinematic viewing mm-hmm. it's unreal girl it's unreal but um but anyway okay so i think i wanted to okay so we just have to take it a little ratchet now but i think this member needs to be spoken upon oh lord oh <laughs> let me brace myself i need a seatbelt on what are we gonna talk about are we gonna talk, are we talking about oh my god who is it Explosions is everything girl Safari <laughs> and unit. Good God. And can we even say it is a unit? We we need we need to create a whole new name for it. Girl, like, that, that thing. That thing right there. And this is why I'm saying it's it's a beauty about black men. You know, we we as black women, we put up with a lot of ratchet, put up with a lot of shit. But wow. But really, I mean, you got to understand what digmatized is, you know, just being under the dick spell like mm. that. That thing was so beautiful. I, if yeah. it has a church, I'll worship at the church. <laughs> when, when is the prayer service? I'll be there, I'll be there in the morning. Who knew? Good oh, Lord. Who knew? Um, uh, Nicki Minaj knew. She and sure did. They were together for what, like 10, 11 years for a long time? Yeah, like, I think since she was like a teenager up until recently. I mean, like that thing, yeah. that thing, girl, and you, that you know what I say about you want to be skewered. You want to be skewered. <laughs> <laughs> You, if, if if it can reach out of your mouth, it's doing things, okay? Like that, you know, look, you know I'm a connoisseur, a, a, a dick connoisseur, and good Lord, he, if there needs to be an award, there needs to be a hall of fame or something. And you know, I mean, you know, he's, he's not a, he's not a real big guy. So you can see all of, all of, all of that meat is, is right where it needs to be. Right. Right. And and, and, and uh, massive, massive, it is massive. And I, I, I just, 
<laughs> I don't even know how I want to say this. I want to say something. Say it, say I, it. That's what I'm saying. Say it, say it. But I, a lot of, from what I've heard, <clears throat> what I've heard, what people have told me that a lot of slim guys like that are well endowed like that. Have you heard this from me? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not gonna uh, tell you who my, who my sources are. I, but I, I've heard, I've heard that that, and it, so. and it makes it makes sense. You know, I mean, look, it is a muscle. So if you're not necessarily working out all the other muscles, you, mm-hmm. you you're working out that that one has plenty of time to grow. And I mean, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's a gift. It truly is a gift from God. It truly is. It's you know, it is. God. And I, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they, they, it's, they get, um, they don't, it, you know, if you got a little unit, you got to do a lot of extra work. You got to do a lot of tricks and a, a lot, you know, you got to have a lot of, um, circus of right. going on. You, but if you have, you got, if you have a, a, a small penis, you need, you, it is imperative that your oral game <laughs> is a thousand. Absolutely. <laughs> that, you know no what? That should be that abs absolutely. You <laughs> should not walk out your door with the intent of having sex with any female mm-hmm. if your dick is small and you don't have any tongue game. It should yeah. never happen ever. And learn that real, early. We need to have a hashtag <laughs> that shit. Learn that. <laughs> teach the look. Teach the young ones. We're gonna teach the young ones. Teach the youth. Teach the youth. The young black youth. Like. <laughs> Teaching the truth, <laughs> <laughs> like, like for real, it should never, it should never be spoken. If you mean you ain't, you ain't, you got a little dick, you girl. Yeah. I, one that we at this week, I mean, we talk about dick. Oh God, I can, I can talk about dick for a long. And I, I don't even, I don't even know how much I want to say because. <laughs> well, let's. Let's just let's say this because I, I I wanted to touch on our friendship and not that our friendship <laughs> has so, a lot to do with talk but it, we talk I mean look now you and I have been friends for over two decades right mm-hmm. like we've we've been through a, a whole lot we've seen a whole lot we've been through a whole lot we experienced a whole lot every relationship that we've pretty much ever had mm-hmm. we know about you know yep. anything so. Which also means we've we've gone through each any relationship that we've pretty much ever been in. We've been in together. Like you know, every person I've ever pretty much I've ever been with, I pretty much know every person you've ever been with. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of dick talk. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I can talk about sex and dick all day long. Oh, uh, yeah, if I much. can't talk about nothing else, that's, I can talk about it all day long. And I'm, I'm not squirmish about it, and I don't understand. I don't understand women who are squirmish because you absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, you know, we we you know where you came from. You know what we do here. We know what we do for a pastime. We know how much how much fun it could be. So <laughs> right. I mean, and I think a lot of our show is probably going to gravitate toward. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, you know what? You know, new dick, old dick, <laughs> reminisce. <laughs> dick. Remin- <laughs> I reminisce. I reminisce. Whatever. <laughs> Woo, Hall of Fame. Look. Whoa, uh, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. So this Hall it, of look. Fame and Hall of Shame. Hall I got shame. I got stories on both. <laughs> Me too. Who's like you are still in the who's still in the running? I already know. So <laughs> 
we, we will definitely <laughs> be able to um, address some of the things that we have come across in our lives related yeah. to sex. Yeah, most definitely. So, mm -hmm. okay. All right. So, um, what else did you did you want to cover? What's another thing you want to cover before I before I run my mouth? Oh, I did want to talk about this is to, to kind of put our ratchetness on hold. I did kind of want to talk mm -hmm. about um, the Brazilian um, woman that got murdered. I don't know if you've heard, read the story. Her name is Marielle mm -hmm. Franco. And she was like 38, young woman, young mother. And she was, um, she spoke out a lot, um, out a lot about um, police brutality and the treatment of gay. She was also gay. Uh, treatment of gays, um, of women, of black people in Brazil, and she was uh, she was murdered like a couple days ago, like by a assassin. Really, they shot up her car. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And so the people of Brazil, they they kind of uh, pro they're protesting um, for her. They went up to the Capitol building, um, um, and it, 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 it's a big thing in Brazil right now. You know. Brazil has the largest amount of Africans outside of of Africa. Yeah, huge black population, huge black population, and you know, I remember as a kid, um, I had a friend. She, we went to the same middle school, and we went to different high schools, but we remained friends. And this sounds so silly, but we were gonna mm. <laughs> we were gonna run away to Brazil <laughs> <laughs> to do to do what. <laughs> she, she hated her her home life and you know my home life wasn't bad but you know it it you know I'm, i was a kid <laughs> i was a kid i was going through some things so how are y'all gonna get there that's a great question i mean girl no greyhound bus not a, i don't even i don't know if megabus went there i don't know what we're thinking <laughs> we take megabus i'm not sure oh but, <laughs> the thing is, I brought that up is because she used to say that there's no racism in Brazil. And I kind of grew up thinking that too. And mm -hmm. until I became, I started reading and knowing more about the world. And Brazil is racist. They have those favelas and they're very, very racist. Oh, yeah. As, as in most places, all the places on this continent. But, um, but they, they're behind us. Like we had our civil rights movement in, you know, the, the, 60s and the 70s, mm -hmm. um, they're kind of going through their civil rights movement now. Um, right. So anyway, so she she died, and so hopefully it's gonna you know it's gonna bring about some change in their society and their government. So wow. I kind of want to you know give her a moment, a little shout out. Um, Absolutely. She, you know what I'm saying? She um, she risked her life. She gave her life to a cause, and you know. Wow. And so what? So they're going to the government and what are they seeking? What are they asking? I guess for? it's just a protest. I don't I don't know all the details. I don't know. Hopefully it's a little bit more organized than what we do over here in the United States where mm -hmm. we just protest and nothing <laughs> happens. So hopefully it's more organized and mean, they have some what you mean the signs ain't enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the T-shirts ain't enough, the hashtags. So um, not and not to make light of people who are doing the work here in the United States, but you know, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out, of it, uh, but I am following it, and I just kind of want to give her a little, a uh, little shout out. Um, just you know, and yeah, recognition so for all yeah. the work that she did. So there. let's make sure to just keep a pulse on that and what's going on there, and you know, um, shout out to them yeah. and prayers yeah. to them moving forward. Yeah. You know, her name is Marielle Franco. If any of you guys want to go and look her up, Marielle, Marielle Franco. Franco. 
Okay. Well, I wanted to talk since we we've kind of gone through the ratchet minute. I can't go ratchet. I can't go back ratchet, right? I can. We can always go back. It's, it's, there's okay. always time for ratchet. Well, so. let me let me let, do a woke minute. So I wanted to touch on the missing CDC worker, Timothy Cunningham. Did you hear about that? I Where he um, he worked for the CDC, a black man. And um, he was in, well, that would be, he was in DC, or was in Atlanta? Let me get my facts straight. In any case, I think what's very interesting is, is his high rank, this man was um, at work probably like three weeks ago, um, said he was sick, you know, had some uh, weird uh, conversations with his next door neighbor, told a neighbor, erase my number out your phone, told his parents, erase my number, and then disappeared, left his dog, his phone, his keys, his car, um, left his home and has not been seen since. And, um, you know, a lot of things that touch that just kind of, you know, resonates with me about this story is that the fact that he was such a high ranking official for the CDC, um, that he was in the midst of, you know, certain, uh, uh, germs, the Ebola virus and, um, about him. yeah, yeah. Doing the research on that. Um, but, also, I think, you know, and you know, I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I look at everything with a side eye. We live in a matrix, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be Neo out here all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm really following the story. Cause when it came up, it was kind of like a little blip on the, on, you know, during the news and, you know, his parents where you see how, how worried they are. And they, they drove down from Maryland to, to try to find out what was going on. And, oh, they were saying, you know, oh, it was maybe job related. He was up for promotion and he didn't get the promotion. But I mean, you got to think, you know, we live in a day and age where, um, you know, there's, they're putting chemtrails in the sky. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's biological warfare, you know, this whole thing that we have with uh, Russia, you know, which a lot of it is about, you know, them being able to hack our nuclear systems and hack our, you know, our, our, our grids, but also, you know, biological warfare is a war nobody wants to fight. How right. can you fight that when, you know, the, the enemy is amidst us in the air? So, you know, I think there's more to the story. I'm, I'm definitely following it. You know, um, my prayers and my thoughts are to Timothy Cunningham and his family and hopefully, you know, for his safe return. Um, but, um, I think he knows something. Obviously, he knows something. Um, and I don't know if he was in the midst of trying to disseminate some information or get some information out there or if he knew too much or or what it was. But um, I think this is a it's a monumental story that's just, you know, becoming um, getting itself unfolded. So I want to definitely follow that. Yeah, definitely. And I, um, I a lot of those um, of those scientists that have kind of broken away from the matrix of, you know, what their jobs were and kind of wanted to bring to light some of the, the information that's hidden. A lot of them come up dead. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, what they're saying, you know, or, you know, it's reported that they, you know, committed suicide mm -hmm. or, or one of the, uh, you know, something like that. So I'm, you know, I'm really, my, my thoughts and prayers are with them because I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case, but I think there's so much more to the story. So we're definitely going to be following it um, in yeah. the weeks ahead. Yep. So, yeah. So what else did you want to talk about? Oh, um, let's see. I don't know. What can I say? I don't know. I had to, I wanted to talk about how proud I am of um, my bae, Michael B. Jordan, and the inclusion oh. clause that mm -hmm. he is um, demanding in all his contracts. Did you hear about that? 
I did. I did. And that, that, that um, another actress also did that from, did you watch, did you see Fran no, Frances McDormand, which she was in, yeah. I mean, I saw Fargo. She was, uh, she was in Fargo. Mm-hmm. A long time ago so she actually put it in loved her for it, but you know they it was like crickets nobody said anything they were silent so you know big hand to him for making that you know that's a power move yeah I'm saying like i ain't coming to your shit and i ain't gonna be on your shit if you ain't got my shit i love it right. i love i right. love it and you know we I, I'm I'm hoping that this will, you know, this is it's not just a you know a Colin Kaepernick thing, you know, and that everybody will get up and and stand up and do the same thing, especially in Hollywood, you know, because this is, look, man, we living in the age of Wakanda, like this this Black Panther time. This is this, yeah. is, you know, this is when everybody is standing up. We we, we everybody is happy, you know. This is like this is like uh, Obama and Michelle Part Two, seriously. Yeah. And you know, he, he should really be commended for that because he's 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 a young he's relatively young he's been doing an entertainment for a while but he's young and his career is just kind of taking off so yeah he's I think he's early thirties but he's he was in the wire so he's been doing this for, yeah he's been doing this for a while so but his career is really taking that is really on a trajectory of like just kind of shooting up so it's awesome that he's you know that he's taking the stance I love it I love it so I'm I'm just hoping that you know, others will support him in the cause and do the same thing because it could be a torrential change for Hollywood and, you know, even, you know, reverberate in other places as well. So mm -hmm. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and, and real quick, speaking of mm -hmm. uh, Black Panther, the, uh, I don't know, have you, have you, um, hold on, I'm trying to get this guy's name now. I can't even think of it. But the director of Black Panther, what's his name? Um, I know you, I can see it. I can see his face. Um, hold on, I'm looking it up right now. I should have this. Mm -hmm. Um, he directed Creed. He directed Creed. So I watch. I love watching interviews of uh, you know, just interviews of, of of these celebrities. And this guy is really a smart guy. Ryan Coogler is his name. Yes, Ryan Coogler. You have to watch some of his mm -hmm. interviews. Very I've, very, I've seen quite a I few. Think, I, I've been, you know, after the movie came out, I mean, I was, it was Black Panther Central yeah. here at my house 24 seven. So anything mm -hmm. Black Panther was, whether it was YouTube, Netflix, we watching it. So I, I mm -hmm. definitely got to see a few and I, you know, 31 years old. I love that um, a young guy, you know, ever, you know, he's, you could tell he's from Cali. And you, you know got, what? You got that Cali swag. That's the one. That's mm -hmm. I think that's the, the main thing I was really impressed with is that you know he's he's from um, San Francisco. He's from Oakland, actually. He's from Oakland. You could tell he's from Oakland. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He also mm -hmm. directed um, that movie about the kid that got shot in a uh, shot. Station. Yeah, yeah. Station, which, which I saw that one. Which Michael? Michael yeah, with him. And they're gonna they're gonna um, do some more movies together. But, he, um, I just, I just really enjoy because that, that when I watch interviews, that kind of is my, my, uh, my go or not go or whether I like somebody. Because <laughs> if mm -hmm. I like somebody in a movie and I see an interview, and I'm like, this dude's a damn idiot. I, I can't. Or uh, artist, mm -hmm. you know, I really have to believe that this person is like, you know, intelligent and can put sentences together and like very thoughtful, you know. Um, but yeah, his interviews are just excellent. Mm -hmm. I love his story. I love the, the story of he and his wife, how, you know, he was a student 
he was a uh, student yeah. athlete and he wanted to go into filmmaking. She bought his first, um, uh, the program you use to do screenplays. I just love it. I love his I story. That. Yeah. That's I love your it. movie. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm like so proud. They're like, well, you know, the uh, Black Panther made like a billion dollars. Like, I want him to have every bit of it. He deserves uh -huh. it. Uh, I, it's, it's amazing work, Ryan Coogler. Yeah. He's one it. of his interviews he talked about when he, um, before he started directing Black Panther, he was like, you know, I have to go over to Africa because he'd never been. And I love the way he weaved in stories of, uh, of how he grew up and some of the, the, the traditions that, that he grew up with and how there were the same traditions that were over in Africa. Cause I, some people mm -hmm. try to separate saying, you know, we, we over here in America, we're not African, yeah, and the Africans are over mm -hmm. there, but you know, but to, we, we're here, but we're still African. And a lot of that stuff, a lot of those traits and a lot of those- uh, We still got it in us. Our mannerism, some, the way we talk, mm -hmm. the way we dance, like all of that stuff just doesn't just evaporate our blood. Me. Right, it's, it's, it's in your blood. You get rid of it when it's in your blood. Right. So I, lo I love the way he talked about that. I loved it. So anyway, okay. so I will be on the lookout for more of his stuff. I'm a big fan now. I love him too. Yeah. Um, I wanted to touch on what I watched last night. I was telling, and I gotta, I'm gonna watch the second episode of it. I watched the Aaron Hernandez uncovered story. Did you see it? I, um, I mm -mm. you know, it's, it was two, I watched it two hours. I was, mem I was mesmerized. Um, you know, just, I mean, it, what undoubtedly came out, what came through to me is that, you know, the NFL basically signed a serial killer. But I think what drew him to be a serial killer was the fact that, you know, he was living a devil life and he was he was a gay and didn't want anybody to know. I think that was the the whole motive for him to kill, you know, the the the, the reason why he did what he did. And he ultimately ended his life, you know, when it was all going to come out. So I'm I'm gonna invest another two hours for tonight because it's the it's the finale and they're gonna kind of tie it, you know, the confessions that he made to his attorney. But you know, it was just a it, it was like a fairy tale story of this this young guy who you know made it in the NBA and the NFL fourth round, mind you, because he had some issues before before you know the the draft pick. Um, but had a fairy tale kind of, you know, existed 20, you know, 20 some years old, signed a $40 million contract, you know, big, big house, got the fiance, beautiful child. And, you know, still it's, it's about the people that, you know, it's about the people that you surround yourself with because you could see the, um, you know, it was the people that he was around that, that trying to live that thug life, you know, them, them, mm -hmm. I can't stand a fake, a fake ass thug, <laughs> a, a, a thug for no reason, <laughs> a thug, for, a thug without a cause. I can't, I can't stand it. And, and, you know, really when you see these um, young men, mm -hmm. you know, he had, he had looked up to his father and his father wasn't his life, but his father passed away when he was young. And, you know, they try to focus that a lot of his spiraling out, happened after his father passed away and, mm -hmm. you know, was a, was a large reason for whatever reason um, it was, you know, but, but he was, I don't, you know, I don't, the man, let the man rest in peace, mm -hmm. but, you know, I don't think he could really live who he truly was. I mean, can you think how iconic would that have been for a, an openly or out, you know, NFL player, bisexual player? I mean, now, you know, we live in this day and age. It's not, 
is it couple years even you know a few years fast forward a few years it's not that um you know we'll, we'll hear it it's not that big of a deal but i mean yeah. back then i mean he took it so seriously he took someone's life that that's my that's my take on it i'm gonna watch it tonight um because i invested the first two hours but it was it was interesting to see the the rise and, and fall um and and you know come to a conclusion as to how you think it might have happened mm-hmm. yeah i uh i definitely will, will watch that because i uh yeah. i remember some articles um maybe like a year or two ago that started that talked about that, how it was coming to light where he, you know, he had, you know, he was gay and had these, I guess, homosexual affairs and wasn't his, his girlfriend's brother found out or something. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the one that he killed, right? His, yeah. It was his fiance's sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's probably what it was. He was probably going to expose him and, you know, and the dude took him down the street from his house and killed yeah. him like a like less than a mile away from his house, and mm-hmm. and then went back home like like nothing. It was it yeah. was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. So yes, I will be watching. If you're gonna watch, um, let me know. What is it called? The uh, it's called Aaron Hernandez Uncovered. It's on Oxygen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I actually I think it's um. I like the way that it's it it's very well directed. You know, it's not it's not sensationalized. Mm-hmm. They don't do a lot of um they have a lot of pictures of him. It's not a lot of interviews that you see of him. Um, but the girlfriend that where the fiance is being interviewed, um, his girlfriend in in college who uh-huh. said, you know, she was like, Look, I I knew he had some issues with his sexual identity in college. Mm-hmm. And um his lawyers, it is his lawyers is an out um, you know, a gay his gay lawyer was like he told me many times. You know, he he was very conflicted, mm-hmm. and I think that's. But they won't say that he, you know, he committed the murders. But I mean, yeah. what other reason was it for? So yeah, it's 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 worth a look. See, it's worth a look. I'll take a look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take a look. Uh, right. I'm always on the search for TV. Okay. A good show. So uh, what about right, what we got next? What are we talking about next? Let me see. Let me see. I don't want to. I'm. I was. I was in the woke minute, but I wanted. I wanted to go back. <laughs> oh, we can go ratchet. Well, not necessarily ratchet. What do you think about the about Jay Z and Beyonce doing an on the run tour too? I think it is a. It's great. What I don't think is great it's are the price. damn ticket prices. That, God damn it! I'm like, what? what? If I have to oh put a car note down to see Jay Z and Beyonce, I'm good. I'm so good. You know, I saw her um, some years ago when after she had first had uh, blue. What's her name? Blue light. I was about to call her blue light. Blue Ivy in um, in Atlantic City, and you know, she to me she has a stage presence like a uh, um, what's the what's Cher? She reminds me of Cher for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just with the whole theatrical, it was a great show. Um, and then, did you and I go and see? Didn't we go see a show? I feel like we saw Jay Z. Maybe I don't know. No, I've never seen Jay Z in concert. I've seen Bay. I, I I saw her. Um, this is before Blue. I saw her on the the Miss Carter show. Uh, Miss was that that was before Blue. Um, Miss Carter. So that was some years ago. And she puts on an amazing show. An amazing show. Yes, okay. I, 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 I definitely spend. I would spend a coin to go see her. I would so go are, you paying, are you paying four hundred fifty dollars for nosebleeds? No That's the question. No, because I know title is probably going to uh, yeah. live live uh, showing of it, so it probably won't. Uh, I'm 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 just I'm so good. I mean, yeah. 
I love I love live music. I love going to concerts. Uh, but if I'm gonna pay, I, I need to be like close. I don't have to be on the floor. I need to I be on to stage be- for four hundred fifty dollars. I need to have a, a chair like they have in the auditorium at, in your high school. I need one of yeah, those. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. Just, I'm yeah. just. And especially when you know, it's they're gonna live stream it. I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna live stream it on Title. Yeah. You I told me that. You told yeah. me I need to I need to get get on title. Have to get title. I think they should hire me as a spokesperson because I talk about title all day you long. Sure I do. The I'm just trying to figure out what's the title. benefit. The benefit they have the best hip hop content out there. Okay. What do you like, they have podcasts. Okay, podcast. They have I mean they have music, they have podcasts, they have um interviews, they have playlists. They have, um, they just have so, like, I spend, I literally spend all day listening Your to life. the title. I just, I have Google I Play and I'm very title. happy with it. No, it, there is no, <laughs> I, I don't even know, that is blasphemous that you just even said that. I need you to stop because I am very happy with my Google Play, okay? Let me tell you, so let me tell you, title has a, a free six month trial. Sign up for six months. It is free, and you will see what I'm talking about. It is, I will do that. You did tell me that. Easy. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna start it if I can do it. Maybe like the summer. That'll be my title summer. I started. I started in the summer. I will, and I'll see what you okay. what you tell. I'm just saying it is the content is just. I just the content is just amazing. Okay, it's amazing. They have playlists for days. They have just everything. I love title. Okay. All right, well, I'm, I'm gonna get on it. I, I was just watching. Um, they have this podcast, Rap Radar, and they were interviewing. Yes, this, uh, yes, I know Rap Radar, but I listen right. to so Rap Radar Elliot, on YouTube. Right. So it's Elliot Wilson and B Dot. So they were um interviewing. I just watched the interview with with Jermaine Dupri, and I have to actually, I wanted to get your opinion. So, mm-hmm. um, Jermaine Dupri has a he has a lot. He has accomplished a whole lot. Yes. Like what I think of Jermaine Dupri, I'm like, yeah, you know, he, he had so-so death. He had this. And maybe because I'm not from, I'm from the South, but mainly the hip hop I listen to is like, you know. But he's from the South. Right. So uh, what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm from the South, but mainly the hip hop that I listen to is is not really, now I listen to more Southern hip hop, but back in the day doing like, you know, I listen to a lot of, you know, Jay-Z now. I listen to a lot of that hip hop. So, um, so Jay-Z, um, not Jay-Z, um, Jermaine Dupree was there, but I, he wasn't like, oh, Jermaine Dupree. So, but when he actually, so he doesn't really get the the praise that he actually deserves because he has mm-hmm. a lot of accomplishments, a lot of accomplishments. I totally agree with you. Wrote, I totally agree with you. A lot of songs he wrote, a lot of beats mm-hmm. he, uh, he produced, his groups. Like he, you know. You I, know to- I, I totally agree. I, you know, I think. The game changer for me on um, Jermaine Dupree was the Drink Champs episode. Did you watch that one? Uh-uh, I haven't watched that. Now, I mean, that, because like you said, I mean, I just thought like, I mean, I like Jermaine Dupree, you know, you know, switching four lanes and the Barack, you know, that whole thing. But I didn't, I did not recognize his contribution to hip hop and just how long he's been in the game, you know, from Criss Cross to, you know, to Brad to you know, all moving forward. And, and, and I, I, I really didn't, I didn't know until I saw him on drink champs and that man yeah. can drink too. So what's your question you guys asked me? 
Well, it wasn't really. Well, well, the question was. It was, it was a really statement question. question. Well, it was a statement question. It was a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> it was rhetorical. Like I, you know, I just never put him in in the in the category. So the, the thing is, is that B dot was saying that he's not in his top ten of producers, and so now they're kind of going back and forth about, you know, why not? Some of your favorite songs I wrote, I did the beat, so I don't, you know, this is what you're, you know, I don't wow. understand how I'm not in your top ten, but uh, you know, I can appreciate him a little bit more, you know. Oh. You know, the rat was the first female rapper to go platinum. Oh, yeah, I did. I definitely knew that. And, you know, he was behind that 100 percent. And then, you know, I didn't know how much Jermaine Dupree had. um, He had contributed to, you know, when when the whole Puff Daddy, um, the bad boy had, you know, come across and it was what's his name? Uh, Mace. And he was like, you know, he did that, like that the Cheat on You song with Mace and mm-hmm. and Lil C's and 112. I mean, you know, Jermaine Dupree was a whole part of that. I didn't I didn't even really understand mm-hmm. that until I um until I watched the like I said, I was listening to the Drink Champs um uh episode and learn you know it's like uh, now he's on this little tour where like he's like if you don't know motherfucker i'm gonna make you know right now i'm gonna run down all my shit and he's been doing that he's been going making his little uh his little stops his little interview stops <laughs> running down all his accolades and accomplishments i give him a, i applaud him that's that's cool i love yeah because i'm just looking at now it, i mean he was he did ashanti's good good he did cameron's rocking and rolling he did alicia key's girlfriend um he did monica's amazing he did mm-hmm. the isley brothers gotta be with you fabulous and trey song the last time that's my song mm-hmm. um tamia her song still i mean he ludicrous he, I mean, he tlc and that like i said mace which um cheat on you was on his harlem world mm-hmm. didn't even know jermaine i just thought i was like what is janet doing over there with this dude. He said, uh, "Data kids hating your blood." He did that. Um, that beat. Ooh, really? Yeah. <laughs> all praises do you know? He's a he's a humble he's a humble guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just his mannerism. I'm like, you know, for all that he has contributed, mm-hmm. Bobby's still a humble. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that about him. And you know, I. And on I, top of all that, he dated Janet Jackson. He is shitting on all y'all. On you the know. <laughs> On the love. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else is saying that? Who else is saying that? Is your name Adnan Kanani? Whatever. <laughs> Are you a sultan? No. So who who's saying that? Hi, Jermaine. Mm-hmm. Give props for props to do. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What else you got, girl? Oh, girl, I don't know. I think, look, how long How long have we been talking? You know, it's. I, I like that we've been talking for like over an hour, right? Mm-hmm. It's, okay. I think we started at maybe like 10, 10 15 once we got everything going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we, we've done, I think we've done a good, um, I think this is a good inaugural show. I feel like Michelle and Obama on another day. <laughs> I, I announced that we are the new presidents of the United States. Two female presidents. Uh-huh. We're the first female presidents of the United States is our inauguration That's podcast. What I, feel like. I definitely feel like that. So <laughs> it's been great. And I, you know, I'm hoping that 
you know, we, we just, we have so much to talk about and it's so easy to talk with you. You know, you're my girl. I love you forever. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I want to be able to share and bring it to the masses and because we got a whole lot to talk about here. It's, oh, it's going to be a whole lot. So how can they connect with us now? Okay. So we have a website. It's called that's what I'm saying podcast.com. So yeah. check out our website, um, sign up for our newsletter. Um, you can also hit up, uh, hit us up on our Instagram. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's a podcast on Instagram. I mean, that's what it is. I, I was, yeah. was going to keep it on a Twitter. Like we, we're going to, we're going to get it together, but uh, our Twitter is that's what I say three, like the number three. So that's what I say three. So we can, you can hit us up there and on our website, ask us any questions, tell us how we can make the show better for y'all. Cause that's what we're trying to do. Yep, um, yep, yep. But we will be back next week. All right. Next week, y'all. It was a pleasure talking to all of y'all. That's what I'm saying. All right. Peace.